The Exxon Radio Show is heard on radio broadcast affiliates worldwide, including AM 580 CFRA in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, WPUL AM 1590 in Daytona Beach, Florida, KOHI AM 1610 in St. Helens, Oregon, KHRO AM 1150 in El Paso, Texas. And for more information on becoming a professional broadcast affiliate of the Exxon Radio Show, visit www.xzbn.net or call toll-free worldwide 1-800-610-7035. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. The Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, and then the second uh, network we have starts at 2 o'clock in the morning until 6 o'clock in the morning, and then our third network picks us up from 6 p.m. until 10 p.m., and then the entire three-day cycle starts all over again. If you'd like to give us a call worldwide, toll-free, 1-800-610-7035, email exxon at exxonradiotv.com, on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com, and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. ExxonRadioTV.com. My first guest this hour, ExoNation, is Dr. Widman. Dr. Widman is a psychotherapist with a private practice in New York City. Her first career as a Broadway dance, uh, dancer introduced her to the body's subtle energies. This led her to a formal study of bioenergetics with the field's founders, Dr. Alexander Lowen and Dr. John Pirakas. Uh, now, with a Ph.D. in psychology, Dr. Whitman has developed an innovative approach to therapy, which includes a fusion of psychoanalysis and spirituality. 
Dr. Widman is the author of five books. First one is My Female, My Male, Myself, and God, A Modern Woman in Search of Her Soul, which was published in 1997. Rage at God, Ascending to Reunion in 1998. Aquarian Amazon in 2001. Uh, When Spirit Takes Over in 2003. And her most recent book, and we're going to be talking to the good doctor about this this hour, Uprooting Satan's Grip, Opening to God. Her website, www.shortcuttogodself.com. And uh, Dr. Whitman, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you. Dr. Widman, uh, be, we've got to take a commercial break very shortly, but I have to ask you this question. As, 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 a, psycho, and as, as a psychotherapist uh, and, and a spiritualist yourself, is there such a thing as evil or satanic energies? Oh, my God, there is. Absolutely, there is. And you know, I have, a, I have a quote from Dr. Scott Peck. Do you know who he is? No, ma'am. I'm sure you do. Well, Dr. Peck is a, a psychiatrist, and he had millions and millions of readers. Mm-hmm. And his last book dealt with this particular topic, which is Satan. And for a psychiatrist to go into this area, you can imagine that it would rub many, it would ruffle many feathers in his field. And what he said, he said, I believe with certainty that the devil does exist. And he, by the devil, I mean a spirit that is powerful. It may be in many places at the same time and manifests itself in a variety of distinctly paranormal ways, thoroughly malevolent. Its only motivation is the destruction of human beings or the entire human race. Doctor, stand by. We've got to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Exonation. Dr. Annalise Widman is our special guest. Her website is www.shortcuttogodself.com. That's www.shortcuttogodself.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes. Don't go away. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www. .exoneradiotv.com Smile on your brother, everybody get 
Dr. Annalise Widman is our special guest explanation. Her website is a shortcut to godsself.com. And Dr. Widman, maybe we should start off by asking you, what exactly is satanic or demonic energy? Well, satanic or demonic energy is evil energy. As I quoted before, it's a, there is such a um, supernatural energy as Satan or Lucifer, and he, it has one thing in mind, which is to destroy the human being or an entire nation of human beings. It is an evil energy. You can go back to the Garden of Eden if you mm-hmm. want and, and um, find an origin for it there, or however you want to look at it. But it does exist. And as I mentioned, the psychiatrist, who is quite renowned, very renowned, believes in it. And in his latest book, Glimpses of the Devil, he said in the last paragraph, I hope my field, the psychiatric field, will embrace this entity and work with it so that people can become uh, whole. Tell me, Doctor, how do, tell me, Doctor, how do satanic energies actually infiltrate or possess people? Well, I think, I think what the basis of it is, is that when you're negative, mm-hmm. when your spirit is negative, and your whole psyche is negative, Satan and its demons will gravitate toward you as though it were like a bear going toward a bowl of honey. They thrive on that. They thrive on your, what I call, a not-I state. The not-I state is a negative state, and it can uh, originate from uh, abusive parents, abusive environment, and so on. But how do we know that evil is real and not a self-imposed psychological uh, condition? It's real because it is a force outside of you. It is a force. When when my patients are dealing with such a force, I ask them to locate where it is, Mm -hmm. listen to its voice, be able to say what it has to say to the person. It's a force outside, but it has been engendered by the person, by the, the way the person lives. A person who is in a great deal of pain, a person who is depressed, a person who has had a lot of abuse, turns to alcohol, to drugs, etc., is a person that is right up the alley of this force. You know, just because a person turns to alcohol or a drug doctor or they're, or they're depressed, why do we label it as possession or something evil instead of the, own, instead of the person's well, own ability to well, cope with life? Yeah, Rob, it depends upon how oppressed these people are and how far gone they are. Total possession is a very rare thing, mm-hmm. meaning that the infiltration on the part of the dark forces is so extensive, so complete, that the person's will is totally gone. Most humanity, and I am talking not about uh, pathological people necessarily, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about all of us. When our negativities have not been cleaned up, and when you are not aware of how you operate and function in this world, you are susceptible to this force. And that's why I deal with it on a psychological level. I am not equipped to do exorcisms. I am, however, equipped to help people go 
to a higher self, which is what we all want. We don't want to stay. Um, I have three categories uh, of self, mm -hmm. which I deal with, the not I, the I, and the I am. And the not I, I speak about in my first book, my female, my male, myself, and God, and it says something like this. I have no I to buffer the hateful incoming energy. I stagger like a punch-dung boxer in the ring, waiting for the bell to ring. Round after round, I thrust my arms and fists toward the other, the other sensing the egoless, impotent strength. Quickly puts me into a corner of the ring. Not I, I think. Mm. Not I, I say. You are, but I am not. And that's the state we can all get into when we are infiltrated by these forces. All right, let me ask you this then, Doctor. What cultures or religions actually, I mean, besides Christianity, explore the devil and satanic or demonic energies? You know, I think, I think Christianity is, you know, I really am not equipped to say that, uh, and to answer that question. Uh, I know in Judaism there is reference to it. They call it Balaam. Mm -hmm. in, um, in Muslim religion there is some reference to it, but it is, does not exist. There is no emphasis on Satan to the extent that there is in Christianity. And I do believe that Jesus, alongside of the other mission that he came into this world with, which is to tell the good news of God and so on, the other mission is for him to tell humanity that this force exists. And I, when I ask God, does it really exist, the answer that I got, was it exists, it is more plentiful than locusts in a dry season. Hmm. And that is why I follow up, why I followed up on this topic. Ta more plentiful than locusts in a dry season, that means we are infiltrated. Totally. Totally. If... A religion or a philosophy does not acknowledge the devil. What are the chances of their followers being possessed or having negative or demonic energies infiltrate them? But I just told you because, no, number one, the answer to that is that 58% of the people, according to the Gallup poll, mm -hmm. Believe in the devil. Yeah, but that the Gallup poll. The, the Gallup poll is in the United States. That wasn't a worldwide poll. Right. I yeah, I really don't know the worldwide, and I don't know what it, how it exists in Canada. But that's the United States, and that's pretty. That's that's a lot. Right, a I lot under, I understand that, doctor. But if evil really did exist, wouldn't it be a worldwide phenomenon? Wouldn't the devil have worldwide uh, headlines? I'm sure. It, I'm sure it does. But maybe the other religions don't call it the devil. Christianity does, and that since we're a Christian Judaic world here in America, this is what we go by. I, you know, the other might have another, mm -hmm. another entity, another entity by which they call this evil, by call this the dark force. I know that in Hindu religion, I don't know very much about it, 
but there are certain gods, and the certain gods are evil. And that's as far as I can uh, talk about that. All right, what kind of experiences do your clients uh, report with demonic uh, energies? Well, when I have one patient, okay, and when that that patient came into this world with a mother who really didn't want her, mm-hmm. was abusive to her, I kept telling her at a very young age, you're no good, you'll never amount to anything. Now, how is that, how is that organism supposed to survive? An organism that's just born or is... Is a, is a become is an infant or becomes a child needs comfort needs nurturing needs love needs care and when that doesn't exist for the uh, person mm-hmm. that person goes into a survival mode and when it goes into a survival mode as I said before what the dark forces are interested in what they gravitate toward is negativity, lostness, a sense of not, not, not being. And that, that organism, for, for want of love, in, in, in a desperate state, will listen to those voices of the dark forces. I will take care of you. Don't worry. You're not alone. Just listen to me and follow me, and that's all you have to do. And this is from a patient I have had for quite a number of years. And now she's beginning to recognize those voices. She's beginning to see the havoc it plays in her life. It makes her crazy. Sometimes you look at her and you think she's on the verge of insanity. Now she's beginning to recognize those forces and she's beginning to want to dispose of them. But when she doesn't, she tells me, look, that's all I had when I was little. What would have happened to me if I didn't have those voices? I would have perished long before they even appeared. And that's her state of mind. She is not in a position to say yes or no to them. And she can't have it both ways. As an adult, she has consciousness by which she can make a judgment and a... Um, and and really have the desire to get rid of them. And they can be gotten rid of if you insist on it. All right, you and I have to take a commercial break with the news. Please stand by, Dr. Exonation. Dr. Annalise Weidman is our special guest. Her website is www.shortcuttogodself.com. That's www.shortcuttogodself.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, right here in the X-Zone. Don't go away. I'll be back after the news. The Exxon Radio Show is heard on radio broadcast affiliates worldwide, including AM 580 CFRA in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, WPUL AM 1590 in Daytona Beach, Florida, KOHI AM 1610 in St. Helens, Oregon, 
KHRO AM 1150 in El Paso, Texas. And for more information on becoming a professional broadcast affiliate of the Exxon Radio Show, visit www.xzbn.net or call toll-free worldwide 1-800-610-7035. I like the way you smile at me. Explanation, Dr. Annalise Weidman is our special guest. www.shortcuttogodself.com is her website. Uh, doctor, have you ever encountered evil? I mean, not as a psychotherapist or, or an energy spiritualist, but as a person. Was there any oh. time in your life where evil was part of you? Absolutely, absolutely, and I'm still battling with it. I think we all do, if we're only aware. I have one instance, you know, as you mentioned earlier, I was a dancer Mm -hmm. in my early life, and uh, I had practiced, I had rehearsed this uh, dance for a lot of weeks. I was ready to go on stage, right? Mm -hmm. And as I did the movement, I suddenly heard, oh, you're not a dancer, You're, you're going to fall, you're going to trip. Who do you think you are? Who'd want to watch you? So, of course, this is not going on verbally. This is, you know, uh, I said in my mind's eye, shut up, leave me alone. Mm -hmm. And so this battle was going on. So you can imagine, here I am performing and divided between listening to this voice and then battling with it. The performance itself couldn't, uh, you know, it doesn't have the quality that it would have had without that voice. Anyway, I got off stage. I was in tears. I went to my dressing room. I'm not a dancer. Um, I, I, you know, I almost tripped and fell. I believed it. The stagehand came to me and said, take another curtain call. They want, they're applauding. Getting, this, I was not able to hear the applause. My gosh. And this is what I call the demonic parental. And here's your mother or your father. In my case, it happened to be my mother who said, you're ugly, you're nothing, you're no good. And that you imbibe, you take that into your psyche, into your system. And that's the voice you hear. And that's what you have to contend with. On the other hand, that was the parental demonic. Now, the parental demonic had Satan at its core. And it was at that time that I learned 
that my mother is infiltrated. Her mother was infiltrated. Her mother was infiltrated. And it's inherited. This factor is inherited. Then one day I went to a uh, Christian church. Mm-hmm. It was a Pentecostal church. And the Holy Spirit, the pastor was very much endowed by the Holy Spirit, which is a powerful, holy energy that when it works with you, you are slain. In other words, you fall down to the floor. Somebody catches you, you're not hurt. But what it does, it loosens up all kinds of stuff in your psyche that you are not aware of. And the voice was, I've been with you for centuries. You're mine. Nobody else's but mine. And when I came to, you can imagine, I've been in therapy for since I was a teenager. What is this? And it was very devastating to us. I think that you can understand that. I was devastated. Who, me, a psychotherapist? And I began to battle and go to battle with it. And that's when I realized we are all infiltrated. It's all around us. And when I began to work with the people in my practice, Mm -hmm. to my astonishment, that was true. The infiltration is as plentiful as locusts. You just have to be aware, and you have to go to battle with them. All right. Well, how, and, you know, how how do people become aware, Doctor, instead of thinking that it's well, their because, voice of consciousness, their voice Bob, of reason uh, that yeah, that is me, that is communicating with them? Excuse me. Well, I'm so you know I'm so excited about, about talking about it that I guess. Um, uh, well, how do people become aware? Because they're not functioning. They're not functioning as themselves. They're functioning possibly on an eye level and to some extent on an eye level. Mm-hmm. They're not functioning at an, on an I am level. They might be repeating the same misunderstanding that they've had all their lives. They can't move forward. They can't succeed. You're not on four wheels. You are not functioning as yourself. And there's some part of you that knows that. And that's the part that you have to listen to. Does that make, does that make sense to you? It, it does in, in one respect, Doctor. But I, I'm listening to you and saying, well, these can all be excuses that people use for their own failures. It's easy to pass it off as, as a negative entity or demonic spirit instead of taking responsibility for their own failures. Well, you know, the people that I'm dealing with are, have been in therapy for quite some time, and they know the difference between being responsible for what they do and what is not caused by them. I mean, they have that, um, they have that perception about themselves. I can't speak about other people. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing mostly with people who are in therapy. All right, so how do you get rid of the demonic uh, possession or okay. the depon- demonic energies or the, or the devil within these people if, if you're not an exorcist? Okay, you know, in bioenergetics, when the, uh, we use the body along with the Freudian-based um, analytic work, mm-hmm. and the tools that we use for bioenergetics because we do body work is a bed and a racket, a tennis racket, and Dr. Lowen devised all this. And we put the foe, once it's identified, 
let's say earlier when you're dealing with the parental demonic, you put your let's say it's your mother, right? who is abusive to you, who puts you down, and so on and so forth. We put her on the bed. We use the racket really to express our anger, our hatred, our frustration, whatever the feelings might be, on her. Now, what does that do? Well, the child had never been able to do that. It would have gotten killed. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, even though, although you're on an adult level, it opens an area in your psyche so that you, you're able to see who you are more clearly and who the mother I'm using is, a kind of reality. And you begin to be able to see what she's doing to you and that what she's saying is not really true. You begin to have an objective point of view about yourself, and that's valuable, very valuable. And you're also able to claim your own energy because you're getting your anger out at the enemy. And I do something similar with regard to the dark force. Once the patient has identified that voice, where it's located in the body, it has a tangible identity. We put that on the bed. And again, the patient will tell it to get out of the way, just the way I did mm-hmm. when I was on stage. Get out of the way. Now, it, this force listens. It does listen. It wants to be accepted. And we get it out of the way by beating it and telling it, I don't want you. Go to the light. Go and do what you're supposed to be doing. I'm doing what I'm, what I'm doing. I am taking care, I'm taking charge of my own psyche, do the same. And in time, as I said, there is a space that happens which is a separation between you and it. What I also add in the dimension of the dark force is I ask God for help because it is a malevolent, cunning, pernicious, malicious force. And I need the higher power to help me do this. And when I introduce that into my practice, you know, many people don't believe in God or they're uh, of another, or they believe um, the devil only uh, exists with Christianity, mm-hmm. if you happen to be Jewish, you um, are not. You're going to be opposed to God. In this instance, they come along, and they come along because they know the 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 malice of this force. They come along, and they pray, and they ask God for for help. They do it themselves to begin with, but they ask God for help. And that's in a certain way in the, in the tradition of the Christian uh, way of exercising, which is Jesus seems to have been endowed with that, po- that possibility. And when you read the New Testament, in the name of Jesus, get out of me. Because Lucifer seems to be terrified of the power of Jesus. So Christians use that, and it does work. 
It does have power. You, the person in him or herself, doesn't really have the power without resorting to God. Nevertheless, you can make inroads on separating yourself from this force, and that is important. It is important for the person to recognize, I am separate from it. I will not listen to it, and so on. So basically, it's, it's the person taking back control of their own life that actually casts out the evil, evil, and they use a religious icon as the power booster of getting the demonic, the demonic or the evil entity out. Yes, but, you know, that's the whole purpose of therapy, is to become acquainted with who you really are, your intrinsic self, and we all come from divinity, all of us. And we have to reclaim that. And we all basically, deeply believe, whether we're conscious about it or we're unconscious about it, we all feel that we want to return to that intrinsic self, to that I am self in us. Mm -hmm. Because only then do we feel satisfied. Do we feel whole? You know, it's, 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 you know, you know, when you do something that is really in tune with the deepest part of yourself, you know what that feeling is. It's such an aha feeling. And that's what we all are looking for all the time, whether it pertains to your work, whether it pertains to a mate, whether it pertains to yourself. That's the feeling we want when you're at one with yourself, with you, you. All right, you were giving us an example before where you get the patient to, to uh, you know, the, you've got the bed there and you're, you've got the tennis racket. And, you know, it, it, if the patient says it's my mother, you know, they, they, they're able to, I guess, confront their demons and, and handle it. But what happens if the, how do you know the patient is being honest with you that the problem is their mother and not another uh, the the negativity coming from the, the the mother and not another source of problems. Well, you're asking a very important question, Rob, um, because there is a similarity between the voice of of the Satan and also the demonic parent. Mm -hmm. There is a it's just a, a, a question of the way they deliver it, and my people who have been trained in the parental demonic and are now working with the satanic will immediately say, look, this, this is the, the, there's a similarity here. There's a similarity. The voices are different. The parental demonic are like right in your face. You know, the mother might say to you, or, you know, why can't you do anything right? Satan's voice is much more insidious and much more mysterious. It might say, oh... You know that, um, for example, uh, when I was writing and I just couldn't get anywhere, the voice I heard was, oh, you're tired. Go to sleep. Tomorrow's another day. I'll be with you tomorrow and I'll help you. Go to sleep. Tomorrow's another day. You know, another day can go to another day, another day, and so on, if you listen to that voice and you never accomplish and you're done. You're done in. 
and you're destroyed by that by that uh, entity. Doctor, stand by. We've got to take our final break. Exxon Nation. Doctor Woodman is our special guest. www.shortcuttogodsself.com. Dr. Woodman is the author of five books. Her most recent book is Uprooting Satan's Grip, Opening to God. It was published in 2009. Once again, her website is shortcuttogodsself.com. The good doctor and I return on the other side of this break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Hello, you have reached the Devil's Answering Service. Para instrucciones en español o prima el número uno. To sell your soul, press 2 now. For directions to hell, please press 3 now. To talk to a demon, please stay on the line and a representative will be with you shortly. She's got the devil. Dr. Annalise Woodman is our special guest, Exxon Nation. Her website is www.shortcuttogodself.com. She is the author of Uprooting Satan's Grip, Opening to God. Tell me, Doctor, uh, why do you think most people, including your colleagues, feel uncomfortable talking about Satan or demonic energies? You know why? Well, because it's not tangible. There's an effect. There's an effect. You have a sense, but mm-hmm. you don't really identify it. And the supernatural energy, when it's malicious, m- malevolent, like uh, Satan is, mm-hmm. uh, is something that you want to stay away from. You want to stay away from it. You know, uh, to be personal, I remember when I was very little, there was something around me. There was something black, gossamer, something like that. And it kind of... Not clearly, because I wasn't that conscious with telling me what to do. And I knew intuitively I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it, so I tried to get it away. You know, I shrugged it away with my body. Mm-hmm. I um, denied its existence. But at that time in my life, it wasn't pursuing me very strongly. But it's something around you. You feel it. It's like somebody comes into a social situation. And I'm sure we've all had that experience. And you know there is an an aura around that person that you don't want to get near. Yes. A dog sometimes bites. Oh, this patient I told you about that was born into this very, very mean uh, negative woman. Mm -hmm. When she is in that state, listen to this. 
she was walking on the beach, and out of nowhere, and she was having a wonderful experience, you know, with the sun, the beach, the water, the sand, all that. Suddenly, a dog came out of nowhere and just bit her in the leg. She wasn't hurt badly, but she was bitten by a dog that had no no reason to do that. And I thought to myself, it sensed what was around her, and it wanted nothing to do with it, or it was biting it, except they didn't know where else to go except her leg. Mm. That's how it happens. That's how people know. Doctor, I want to thank you so much for joining us. We've run out of time for tonight. I'd love to have you back on in the future, Doctor, because we still have so much to talk about. Thank you very much for joining us, Dr. Widman. Congratulations on your books. And Exonation, if you'd like to uh, find out more about Dr. Widman, please visit her website, www.shortcuttogodsself.com. And her latest book is entitled, Uprooting Satan's Grip, Opening to God. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past as the Exxon continues right here on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. <laughs> 